Laser 103.3's Morning Brews, intoxicating you with knowledge, sirs and madams. Brought to you by our friends Confluence Brewing, where good things come together. Confluencebrewing.com. We're going to talk to you about a movie from your childhood that might be coming back in a reimagined way. But first, speaking of Confluence Brewing, yes, it's Beer Can Appreciation Day. We have a Beer Can Appreciation Day. Some of the most beautiful artwork on cans appears on the Confluence Cans. If you have ever been to Thomas Beck Road and you have looked up at the wall of cans and art and designs, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, the VI Pills can that we had for later. That is a good looking that can. That was designed by Andy Hall. Uh, when do you think the beer can debuted? Now, it debuted in Jersey, the state in which you were born. But where do you think the beer can debuted? What year? 1876. 1935. Oh. The first beer can. Way later than I thought. And then it kind of went away because of World War II. Canning production went way down. It became mainstream again. The first year that more people were buying cans than bottles, 1969. Good so, year. So it was a good year right there. Everybody loves Brian it. Brian Adams wrote a song about it. So <laughs> we're all right. Good song, Brian Adams. It's National Compliment Day. Is that so, why you say good song, Brian Adams? Mm-hmm. Okay. So just, All right. I'm making a consorted effort to be nice and give compliments right now, Wicked. Because it's Compliment Day? Thank you for reminding me that it's Compliment Day, you're, Wicked. You're, you're very good at you're, reminding us <laughs> of things. So when you go compliment someone today, they're going to look at you weird. Just be like, no, it's fine. I don't really mean it, but it's National Compliment Day, so your hair looks nice. Thank you, Wicked. You're welcome. Pure Salon and Spa. <laughs> Four locations. <laughs> Netflix. Uh, um, oh, um, man. I, you predicted this yesterday. Uh, this is not going to surprise anyone. We told you yesterday, 10 years, $5 billion. Netflix is buying Monday Night Raw starting in January of next year. No shock that the cheapest free basic subscription, the ad-free one that's 12 bucks a month, it's going to start to go away. The cheapest you will eventually, and they're going to start this in Canada, the United Kingdom, but you know eventually here in the United States, it's going to happen to us as well. Your cheapest option will be fifteen forty nine per month for the cheapest ad-free one, and then it's going to go up. You know it's going to happen. You know that $20 a month version? It's going to become 25 Then it's going to become 30 And that's how you pay for $5 billion worth of wrestling over on Netflix. You know what I think Netflix should cost? I think the fair price point for Netflix. Because mm-hmm. the highest, right now it's 7 bucks for ads, and it's 23 for the top of the line. I think whatever the lowest minimum wage in the country is, that's what Netflix should cost per month. It's probably Iowa's. <laughs> So whatever it is, that's what Netflix should cost per month because I don't think Netflix should cost more than it takes for someone hours worth of work. Georgia and Wyoming have the lowest minimum wage in the country. What is that? Seven twenty-five. Sweet, seven twenty-five is what Netflix should cost per month. That is what I believe is fair. It's also what it is in Iowa too. So we're like right there, but some states are going up here in twenty twenty-four. But seven twenty-five a month, which by the way is twenty-six cents more a month than the cheapest version of Netflix right now. So there you go. There you're on point right now. Thanks, Wicked. Good compliment for compliment day. <laughs> uh, we've got a movie from our childhood reimagined, reemerging. Welcome to Jurassic Park. Let's just keep running this back. All right.
Uh, they're looking to make Jurassic Park again. Now, we've gone through the originals and then the ones with Chris Pratt, but it looks like, and Steven Spielberg is on board with this, like the genius behind the original. Uh, there are no details right now about the cast or the plot, but Spielberg is up. Uh, produce as an executive producer, Frank Marshall is in, Patrick Crowley is in. They're whispering out of Hollywood about a 2025 possible release date. I loved the first Jurassic Park movie, the one that we just played there. It was brilliant. Everything else has kind of been a little bit worse. Two was terrible because half the ca- the cast was not in it. Three was terrible because Dr. Ian Malcolm was not in it. And then the new ones with uh, Chris Pratt, I my wife loves them. But I joke with him, like, how many more times do we have to have this idea of creating housing and celebrating dinosaurs before we stop trying to do this? So the new storyline, kind of unclear. We're not sure if everybody is going to be coming back. We don't really know yet, but another Jurassic Park could be on the way. This is starting to become Sharknado. I mean, there are six Jurassic Park movies Mm -hmm. right now in existence. Now we're going to get a seventh that seems like a lot. It seems like t- you're excited about I, it. I'm though, con- I so. mean, I'll watch it. Like I, I saw all the the Lost Kingdom and the new the Jurassic World Dominions and the new trilogy and stuff like that. I saw them. Didn't like them as much as the first one. The first one still ha- uh, can stand on its own right now. The technology, the CGI, still looks pretty dang good here in 2024. And that movie came out 30 years ago, 31 years ago. I think that you feel about Jurassic Park the way I feel about Saw. Like, oh, the God. first couple Saws yeah, are but, the best, yeah, but, but, but I'll watch all of them because I love them. Yeah, but Jurassic Park was good. Saw was not. And I would Ugh. argue the opposite. Gross. Like, Saw is great, and Jurassic Park is like the same movie over and over again. That, that part of that is true. It's, it's like, okay, how many times do we have to keep doing this before we should... We need these billionaires and these millionaires who keep wanting to buy dinosaurs and put them on their farm or use them as weapons. This is a terrible idea. But here comes number seven. It's like Fast and the Furious. How many Fast and Furious mm-hmm. movies do we need? I've seen one. I saw the first one, and that's it. But that's how I can wrap my mind around it. Like, you're excited about Jurassic Park. I always get excited about Saw. Somebody out there is excited about Fast and the Furious movies. Yeah, so. my, my neighbor, my buddy Shane, he's like, wait a minute. You've only seen one? He said, those are my favorite movies of all time. I'm like, he's like, Fast Five is my favorite. I'm like, the hell are you talking about Fast Five? What's the difference? It's Vin Diesel. It's Cars. It's the same movie. And then they bring in Jason Statham at some point. Like, it's the same dang movie. And The Rock is in one of them, I think. Right. I've only seen number one. I don't know. There's khaki shorts and dinosaurs. And then there's regret. It's the same movie every time for Jurassic Park. Sign me up. Morning Brews brought to you by our friends at Confluence Brewing, where good things come together right there on Thomas Beck Road. Follow them on Facebook for their weekly releases. Confluencebrewing.com. I love a dog in a sweater. Thank you for uh, everything that you do putting up with Heather. Like, you deserve a medal or a vacation or something. Mornings on Laser 103.3.